Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Welcome to Calvary Chapel. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 5, verses 12 through 26. And Luke writes by the Holy Spirit, And it happened when he was in a certain city that, behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Jesus. And he fell on his face and implored him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then he put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately the leprosy left him. And he charged him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing as a testimony to them, just as Moses commanded. However, the report went around concerning him all the more, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by by him of their infirmities. So he himself often withdrew to to the wilderness and prayed. Now it happened on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by, who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, who they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when he could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up to the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling in the midst before Jesus. And when when he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise up and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for your word. And we ask, Lord, that you would just open our hearts to receive what it is that you have for us by your Holy Spirit. Certainly, Lord, we, we come here with needs. We come here with concerns, Lord, in our hearts difficulties from this past week, or just things that have been weighing on us, Lord. Infirmities and troubles and sorrows, questions, Lord. And so we just bring them before you today, Lord, and ask that you, by your Holy Spirit, would speak to us. Meet us where we're at. Show us the things that you have for us, Lord. As strange as they may be, Lord, that you would help us to be open to all that you have. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. So we've been following Jesus' Galilean ministry, and of course Jesus started out in Nazareth in the Gospel of Luke, where he went and joined the church that he'd been a part of since his childhood, 
and shared with them the things that the, that the Holy Spirit had put upon him. As it said, he read from Isaiah 61, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me and he's anointed me to preach the good news to the poor and so on and so forth. And, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And, and he says, today these things are being fulfilled in your hearing. Of course, the people there in Nazareth were mixed in their response. Some of them were marveling at the gracious things he was saying. Others were saying, well, isn't this Joseph's son? Isn't this Mary's, isn't it, you know, isn't Mary's mother and his brothers and sisters here? And, and so Jesus rebuked them for their unbelief and they tried to throw him off a cliff. They didn't want him to be a part of their synagogue. So he goes to Capernaum. And of course, in Capernaum, he heals the sick and he, he casts out a demon and, you know, does a, a lot of miracles there. Everyone's coming to Jesus and he's healing all of them and casting out demons. And then he goes to a desert place and they come back and they say, Lord, come back. The people are waiting for you. And he's like, no, I have to preach in all the synagogues in Galilee. And of course, then he joined Peter, James, and John in their fishing boat as he got into the fishing boat and they cast out a little ways and he preached to the multitudes. But then he said, Peter, go a little further, go a little deeper and cast into the, cast your nets into the deep. And as they cast their net, the hull of fish was too big for them to bring in and it was causing their boats to sink. And, and Jesus, you know, of course, Peter, he was baffled by that. He got, fell down on his knees before Jesus and he said, depart from me, Lord. I'm a sinful man. And Jesus says, don't be afraid for I will make you a fisher of men. Come and follow me. You see, that was what we've been learning over the last couple of weeks is that Jesus comes and he joins himself to us. Temporarily, he'll join our, our church or our, our job or our life. He comes alongside of us and, and, and yet he doesn't come to join us, but he comes that we might join him in the things that he's doing, in the life that he wants for us. And, and that's exactly what Jesus has been doing and showing us as we've been looking at his Galilean ministry. And then as we look in verse 12, it says it happened when he was in a certain city that behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Jesus and he fell on his face and implored him saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Now, this man must have heard about Jesus, about the demons that have been cast out, about, about the, the sick that were healed. And, and as he's thinking about that, he's thinking, you know, Jesus can help me too. A man with leprosy. And so he goes against the social laws, the social customs, and he goes into this town to find Jesus. It's interesting, leprosy is not simply looked at as a disease to be cured in the Bible. It's, it's really different. You know, you, you hear about the infirmities that Jesus cured, but not when it comes to leprosy. Leprosy was a filth that had to be cleansed. You didn't get healed from leprosy. You got cleansed from leprosy. And leprosy, as you know, probably, if you studied the Bible at all, leprosy is a type of sin. And it works, in, in a sense, in the physical, the same way that sin works in the spiritual. It starts deep within. It's really a heart issue when it comes to sin. But it, even with leprosy, it starts deep within. And it starts to attack the inside of your body. You don't even necessarily know that you have leprosy until one day the repulsiveness of leprosy comes upon you. And you, the first sign of leprosy is you lose the feeling in your fingertips and your toes. But it's not even something you necessarily notice. It's, it comes on so subtly until one day you drop something heavy on your foot and you don't feel it. And you're like, wait a minute. Something's wrong. 
And, and then it, it begins to uh, affect other parts of your body. You start to put off an, a foul odor. Your breath is horrible. And your body starts to stink. And your voice starts to crack and get raspy. The corruption is seen in your clothing. You can spread it to your house. There's even instructions in Leviticus about tearing down a house that's contracted leprosy or clothing that has leprosy. Leprosy separated you. When you were diagnosed in Leviticus 13, it tells you how to diagnose somebody with leprosy. And as they've been set aside for several days and the leprosy hasn't gone away, what do they do with that person? They tell them to stay outside of the camp. They are not allowed to come into the camp anymore. So it separates them from their family and their friends. It separates them from society. It even separates them in a sense from God because they can't go to synagogue. They can't go to the temple. It separates them from everything. In a sense, it becomes a prison for them. The only people that they can be around are other lepers and the other lepers don't even like the smell of them. Now, I, I've been, I've seen this up close and personal. I've been to a leper colony. I went to India in 2006 and we visited. It was actually one of our first stops in India was to, to stop at a leper colony. And they assured us there's only two wet lepers in this leper colony. What does that mean? Well, there's dry lepers and there's wet lepers, which sounds horrible, right? But there's dry wet lepers and there's wet lepers, and wet lepers means they're contagious. The thing about leprosy is if you contract it somehow, which they don't know how you contract it, they just know that it's contractible. But if you contract it, you probably won't know for 10 years. Because that's when it manifests itself within the first 10 years. After that, you're pretty safe. So I'm finally safe. After 2016, I was like, okay, good. I think I'm clear. Kind of a, it was funny because when I got back from India, I had this sore in my mouth. I was like, is that leprosy? You know, but, but the, the people, they, they do, they have, you know, these, these problems, you know, they, their face starts to shrivel up and, and sink in because the cartilage in their body starts to deteriorate. It doesn't just attack your nervous system, it attacks your cartilage. And so you begin to look different. It begins to corrupt your, your insides and you start to stink and that draws the rats in. And honestly, the reason that lepers don't have fingers and toes and arms sometimes, oftentimes it's just because the rats came in and chewed them off while they were sleeping. There was a guy who worked with lepers and he discovered that if he could give them a kitten when it was small, it had to be small, it couldn't be a, a older cat, otherwise bad things might happen. But if he had a, a young cat that, that grew up with them, then they could put it on a leash and sleep with the cat and it would keep the rats away. It's crazy. That's, that's the life that they live. But it was incurable. It was terminal. It, it wasn't like other diseases that your body might fight off. Once you had leprosy, there was no curing you and no cleansing you. Only the Messiah, Jesus, could cleanse the leper. And that was one of the things that they believed. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, Call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.